Campfire, a podcast, three dudes kicking it around the fire discussing the day's hot topics, their opinions, and all kinds of banter. Sit back, relax, tune in, and feel the warmth as the red light is about to turn on. Lights on. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 16 of season two, Campfire, a podcast with Joe, Nick, and Keith. What up, bitches? That was a great intro, Joe. That was beautiful, man. Thank you. I mean, you said everything that the guy said during the music at the beginning, but at least you reiterate it well. Well, yeah. Got to drive it home. Drive it. Drive it hard. Oh, boy, it's been a hell of a week. Sure has. All around the world. At home and abroad. I think uh, I think we all survived the tranny day of violence. Yeah. Um, however, uh, the weather got pretty violent, so... Makes me think that maybe the weather is a trans ally. Well, I don't know. By looking at that uh, that National Weather Service tweet the other day, <laughs> I yeah, think that, I think that uh, our jet stream is transphobic. <laughs> it disproportionately affects trans people. Yeah, severe weather yeah. disproportionately affects trans people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And for the record, that's not what the National Weather Service said. They just uh, put out, uh, you know, a solidarity tweet on the Trans Day of Visibility. What are you? Okay. Yeah. And this this is all during uh, the worst tornado outbreak in I don't know how many years. You know, up, well, just upwards a couple, of seventy. Actually. Upwards of 60 or 70 people died, you know, millions and millions of dollars of damage and people losing their homes and businesses, you know, just wiped off the face of the map. But, <clears throat> but man, we need to make sure we talk about trannies. You know, Biden, Biden did finally tweet tonight offering uh, the usual thoughts and prayers to the people affected by the storms and oh, said nice. they're, they're going to get some federal money down there to help them all out. So, you know, well, we need to make sure that that. we need to, they better be making sure that trannies and minorities get the money first, regardless of how much damage was done anywhere else, because that's equity, you know, we got to make sure that we we follow the strictures of equity. You know, by, by looking at someone's. Uh, sexual preference or their skin mm. color. That's how we need to hand out money. That's that wouldn't because it's you know a lot of a lot that's of what they're doing. No wait, the USDA is or something. Oh, I know, dude. Now, every 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 alphabet organization in the government does this anymore. But no, there were farmers who launched a a, 
a lawsuit against the USDA for this when they tried to do this uh, about six years ago, uh, six, seven years ago, they tried to do this. Um, and it was it, it was money to farmers who were disproportionately affected by racism, systemic racism. What? And, yeah, they were going to favor black farmers over any white farmers for federal money. And that uh, that's obvious violation of federal law. Yeah, it is. They are they are they are using race to determine who gets federal funding. And I'll be goddamned if this fucking secretary's bill sack, nutsack, secretary nutsack, he's out there trying to do this again. And uh, the the thing is, last time. Republicans were in control when this program actually started taking effect, and there were some farmers out there who were smart enough to apply for it, get denied based on their skin color, and then sue. <laughs> Beautiful. The program Beautiful. was deemed unconstitutional, as it was. I gotta find this again. What that program is, anyway. They were trying to do it again. Um, there's all kinds of programs out there like that. I can tell you right now, if if I just if you identify a certain way, that's all I'm gonna say. If you identify a certain way, you can get more money. From the government to help farm. And this isn't free money, people. Okay, this is not uh, a grant or something like that. No, these are guaranteed loans. Very low interest. Um, it's just cheaper money that you can borrow as opposed to going to the bank in a lot of ways. However... What I was just telling you about, the, the program that was deemed unconstitutional, that wasn't a loan program. That was direct grant money. That was money being paid directly to uh, black farmers because they're a black farmer. Um This is prevalent everywhere across the board. Everywhere. Every fucking where. Absolutely everywhere. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to say on that. But you're right. It's prevalent everywhere. Myself... And, and, you know, it's been going on for years. Um, anytime there's relief money or um, some sort of reparation or uh any anything like that anymore it's always initially it's the method of handing it out starts off as well let's look at let's look at who's black or let's look at who's trans or let's look at who's gay or okay so there's a bunch of black people there's a bunch of trans people there's a bunch of gay people there's a bunch of you know just name Name the next um, uh, repressed group, and 
and then they realize, oh shit, okay, so now we have to create an oppression hierarchy because this person is black and trans, or this person is gay and identifies as an attack helicopter and um, identifies as disabled. So it's it's just a big big fucking waste of time and money, all in the name of equity, which actually equates to bigotry. This is bigotry. Yes. Yes. You know it is it is what that. it is. When when the government has too much fucking power, that's what you'll have. People's rights getting trampled, and uh... well, you know I. There are people waking up to us. Now, I saw a very interesting video the other day. It was a TikTok. And uh, this was a a black lady. Um, I'd say she was probably in her 50s. So um, not your millennial. But she just point blank said, we are quickly coming to a point where it's not going to matter what you consider yourself. If you consider yourself a black ally or whatever, you're out there a social justice warrior. It doesn't matter because too often these self-proclaimed activists are being exposed for their blatant racists. And she was talking about Democrats and their blatant racism. There was just a thing the other day where uh, uh, they want to change... Uh, the requirements for math and reading and lower them in a school district to make it uh, more equitable for black students. Well, this is nothing new. And this is nothing new. This that been going is on for absolutely racist as hell. Years. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's but, called the soft bigotry of low expectations. That's what the, it is. This, this lower expectations. She said, uh, she said, black people are quickly going to stop trusting all white people, period. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because if you're on one side, you're, you know, everybody thinks you're racist. If you're on the other side, you really are racist, but you don't think you are. And that's the problem. Yeah. I've been seeing racism out of the left for uh, ever since I started paying attention right. to politics which is 2015 when Trump came down the escalator. That's when I started paying attention, and that's when I started looking around at all the people that we went to college with, we went to high school with, and people I, I, I knew after those times that, that support this sort of thing. And, you know, I see these Facebook posts and tweets, and I, there's one particular person that we went, well, we didn't go to high school with this person, but she she's an alumni of our organization. and. She is always, always, always exhibiting this bigotry of low expectations. And every time, I, I don't do this anymore because I don't really uh, interact on Facebook or Twitter or whatever anymore. It's a waste of my time. But, you know, back when I did interact, I would get on her posts every time in the comments and just all caps, you are a blatant racist stop being a fucking racist i don't want to be associated with a racist 
we don't want you as a racist in our organization. Either change your ways or go the fuck on somewhere. Yeah. You're a racist. And, you know, I, I never got much of a rise out of this person, but it's not why I was doing it. You can't sit here and tell me that you're not a racist and that you're a black ally when you're advocating for lowering the bar. Lowering yeah. the bar. So, yeah. because math is racist. Because, well, it's essentially what they're saying is, well, black people are too stupid to do math. That's what they're saying. That's what they're trying to tell you. Yes, that's, but, that's exactly what they're telling us. Black people know, are too stupid for math, so we have to lower the bar. That's, and that's, that's bullshit. racist as fuck. That's bullshit. I'm telling you what, black guys are some of the best businessmen out no there. No shit. They can count. Uh, they can count cards. They can run them odds. It's well, incredible. Hell, they can calculate they can calculate interest in their fucking head. Right. They'll do math better than any of us. Okay. It's not about being black or white on that. Some people are just good at numbers. Others aren't. I'm, I'm okay with numbers. I can run some basic shit in my head. But, man, I'm telling you what. I've been standing there at a craps table, and I'm running the odds in my head. You know, I'm keeping up all right. And this black guy next to me is 10, 15 steps ahead of me. And I just started talking to him, trying to learn, man, anything I could. He was hilarious. But, uh, you know, at the same time, the next night I was down there. and He was on a win streak the night before, but the next night he had lost it all. So gambling catches up. Mm -hmm. But, you know... Being able to stay on top of those numbers like that. Be difficult. Oh, he he was correcting the dealers on his payout. He said, no, 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 no. You paid that wrong. You owe me another $2 on that because this bet here was 3 to 2, but that over there pays 5 to 4. And he laid it all out for him. And I was like, that's fucking incredible. <laughs> and the and funny he was thing right. is, it, well, the funny thing is the, the dealers probably already knew that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the point. Right. It's just funny that, you know, the dealers operate in a certain way to make sure that the mm -hmm. casino is profitable and they don't expect people to be like, oh, no, 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 you didn't pay out right. I know the fucking odds here. Give me my money. Because I guarantee yeah. they never overpay out. Oh, hell no. That's their whole thing. Mm -hmm. No, no, they're like the IRS, you know, if the IRS owes you, they don't give a shit. It'll take them forever to get you that money. But if you owe them, they'll come knock on your door, drag your ass to jail right now. Oh, they usually oh. let you float enough that you can hang yourself with interest and all these other fees. and yes. shit. Right. So it's like compounded. Yes. They're like, oh, we need to make up this interest that, uh, yeah, we we let you yeah. buy with for so long. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yep. Geezy motherfuckers, the IRS. But anyways, uh, there's plenty plenty of skeezy motherfuckers in all those alphabet organizations. We talk about them all the goddamn time. I'm sick of it, but I'm not, because, you know, the older I get, the older I get. And I don't know if anybody knows what an old man likes to do, but old men love to complain.
and the older I get, the more I love to complain. Oh, and then yeah. you guys had the bright idea of starting a podcast, and I'm like, fuck, that's perfect for me. I'm just going to get on here and piss and moan. And here I am. Yep. Uh, all of the topics on our list are something I'm going to piss and moan about just because I'm an old, crotchety motherfucker. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm soon to turn 39. And it it's kind of... <laughs> It's scary and interesting, the level of my crotchetiness at 30 fucking nine. What are we going to do? What am I going to be like when I'm fucking 70 years old, if I make it, good Lord willing, make it that far? I'm going to be, I'm, no, no, I'm going to be a hateful old codger. Nobody's going to want to fuck with me. My wife's either going to have her own bedroom and just stay the fuck away from me or divorce me or kill me. <laughs> kill fuck. me. I'm a hateful funny. old bastard anymore. I'm just over everything. That's where I want to fucking go away and have a farm and all this other shit and be away from people. Isn't that the dream? My buddy <laughs> that uh, makes the Liquor and has the distillery. He's got that dream too. He's got eyes all over the south looking for a piece of land on a fucking mountain. And he said, one of these days, that's where me and my family are going to be. Arkansas, on a West mountain. Virginia, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. On a mountain. That would be the easiest right now. That he owns outright. And he his his philosophy is anybody that I want to be there is already going to be there. So, mm-hmm. if you're coming there, you probably shouldn't be there, and you might want to turn around and go back. Yep. I mean, it's a it's a great idea. I mean, it's a novel item. It's not novel, but it's it's fun to think about, isn't it? I mean, oh, far. I remember being a little kid and reading the My Side of the Mountain books. I don't know if you guys oh. know about those. Sam, the the character's name was Sam Gribley. He was a little boy that ran away from home and out to the wilderness in the Catskills of New York. And he lived in a hollowed-out hemlock tree, and he uh, trained a peregrine falcon to fucking hunt for him. And he lived off the land by himself as a little boy. I mean, that's what... Sounded like Hatchet. Kind of, yeah. Kind of like Hatchet. Hatchet and the Ozarks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hatchet was a great fucking book, man. Um, I just read that at a certain point in my life. I think I read Hatchet when I was in about fourth grade. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we all read it, then. it made me realize that, you know, just because I'm young doesn't mean I can't do a lot of these things. Fuck, that kid fucking survived on his own yeah. with a hatchet, you know? I mean, granted, it so, was... It just... It was just something that made you realize you really can do anything when you need to, you know? You never know what you can really do till you're put in the moment. But, you know, there were a lot of good books like that back then. I read uh, a lot of Louis L'Amour novels growing up, and these are old Western uh, cowboy novels. And just, just, I mean, really great lessons that are learned in those novels there um 
all kinds of things, you know, it'll teach you how, um, how to track an animal or, or how to, uh, how to heat water over a campfire when you have nothing, you know, yeah, they teach how you how to, to make a bowl out of bark or something like that. How to tan hide. Or other little things like how there's always a rat out there. Somebody's got an angle. They're trying to get one by on you and how to look out for the snakes in the grass and things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of his novels, you know, it's it's it was right versus wrong because back in the Old West, that's how it was. It was right versus wrong at the point of the gun. Yep. So... Uh, he was very good at, you know, from a morality sense, teaching that right from wrong. You know, honestly, I don't think it's different today. It's still right we, versus wrong at the point of a gun. Well, when it comes down to it, all yeah. the government coercion, the government is essentially a gun to your head. That's what the government Ooh. is. It is. It is. It absolutely is. They have, uh, well, they have law enforcement officers to enforce any and every law that they choose to enforce. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, they have the IRS, who has all the power in the world to come after you if you don't pay your government vig. Right? That's all that is. It's a protection vig. Fucking taxes are a protection vig. Pretty much. A racket. Yes. It's absolutely a racket. I gotta go see the fucking tax man this week and <sighs> Have fun with that, buddy. You yeah. need to talk to that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I gotta do mine well, this week. Coming up. Now in my situation, uh with my current job. I can either be a 1099 employee or I could be a W-2 employee, okay? Meaning, okay, I could be a self-contractor or I could be full-time employed. There are a lot of benefits either way, but one of the benefits right. being self-employed would allow me to write off a lot more of my business expenses. Uh, uh, talk to your tax professional about that no, because it's kind of I, not that way anymore. Well, last year when I talked to him about it, you know, I I buy tools, safety equipment. There's work boots, gloves, coats, all kinds of shit that is necessary to do my job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of that should be wrote off. It absolutely should be. It's a work expense. You're allowed yeah. to write off so much every year. Last year, I wasn't able to do any of that. 1099 employees couldn't write off tool purchases or work boot purchases. Well, I don't know how it goes with 1099 employees. I've never been one. I barely know anything about it other than it's when you're self-employed, essentially. And, you know, might do an LLC or something. But uh, as a W-2 employee, 
I know that it does me no good to do all the work throughout the year of saving receipts and doing all the documentation to try to write off my expenses because the standard deduction is so high anymore, which is good. Great. I get to, I get to take a, an enormous standard deduction versus, you know, adding everything up and presenting receipts and, uh, you know, taking a smaller deduction. It's not worth the money because, you know, in my case, and, and in a lot of cases for W-2 employees anyways, and maybe even 1099s, that it, it's kind of a waste of time because you, you take a bigger deduction taking the standard deduction. But uh, I'm not a tax professional. Talk to your guy. But fuck the taxes. Fuck the IRS. Fuck all these alphabet agencies. They can suck a dick, burn to the fucking uh, ground, learn to code, and eat my ass with a spoon. No, we got Democrats in office, and Joe Biden was just on there the other day talking about how great our government employees are and that anybody who works for the government should be able to have a living wage with health insurance, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they do. Don't they already they? do, Joe. Um, what? I don't know. It's like he was trying to unionize government workers or something or trying to promote people working for government. And yeah. That's Fuck a perfectly that. socialist society. Yeah. Fuck Everybody's that shit. going to go work for the Bureau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we need. I loved his tweet the other day about the... Uh, it was, again, on tranny... Visibility Day. Trans yeah. People, transgender people deserve love, dignity, and respect. And he's doing this in the wake of six people being victimized by a transgender nutbag. Right. At gunpoint. Again. Right. Right versus wrong at the end of a gun. And uh, if you don't know which one was right and which which side was wrong in that situation... Turn off our podcast right now and go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Because this transgender ideology is obviously fucking people up enough to where they're hateful and they're starting to get violent. And they don't even know why. I know why. Anybody with a couple brain cells rubbed together know why. But these people are... are They've been taken advantage of so much, and they've been told the wrong things. Yep. That you don't tell a mentally ill person that their point of view is correct, because chances are it's not. Especially when their point of view is something to do with their specific mental illness. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell a, a person with multiple personality disorder that. Oh no, those people you're talking to—they're real. Yeah, they they know what they're yeah, talking they're about. They're sentient, uh-huh. and they're uh-huh. you need to consider what they have to say. Why the fuck? Why in the fuck would anybody do that? That's a, exactly the sort of thing we're doing with people with body dysphoria or gender dysphoria, uh, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I've got body dysphoria. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. It's elephantitis. 
That's what it is. Gross. Gotta carry around these big airy nuts. Yep. Now, now all the trannies that just logged off of our podcast, now they're coming back because they're interested in them big hairy nuts. Oh, they'll be back. They all subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> so, they love me when I bend over. It's just, you know, when I say things that they get mad. Yeah, I don't, these fucking pieces of shit taking advantage of these people that need help. Let, let, me, let, let, let me say it one more time for the folks in the back, just to be really clear on my view, because I'm using words that are politically incorrect, like tranny. Um, what I what I really am talking about here, and I think I can speak for Keith and Nick, is uh, people that are transgender or identify as transgender, whatever the fuck you want to call it, they need help. These poor souls are lost. They lost. have problems. And we have a government media Hollywood complex that are telling them that there's nothing wrong, they're perfectly healthy, and their way of life is going to bring them happiness and a solid solid uh, social fabric. It's all lies, guys. It's all lies. These these poor people are being lied to by everyone except people like us. Yeah. So I, I feel for I feel for the transgender community because they right now they are they are LBJ's African Americans. Does that make sense? LBJ yeah. LBJ made a political career out of pandering to African Americans and subsequent politicians have too. And it was called the modern day plantation. Now people with legitimate mental illness that are very vulnerable now they're the slaves. Yes. They're on the plantation now. They're falling prey to these same political yes. tactics. I don't hate transgender people. I'm not mad at them. I might be mad at that person that shot those kids and those people in Nashville. Fuck that bitch. I'm glad the cops got to her when they did. But, but on the whole, and depending on which hole you're talking about, I don't know, we're talking about trannies here. But on the whole, I feel bad Preparation for Preparation H feels good. Yeah. On, on the, the whole. whole. I do feel bad for uh, the trans population, um, but then again, I'm 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 watching a lot of these rallies, and these are people that are entirely convinced that it is right to change a child's gender, and I, I I'm I'm not sure if they're saying that the child should be able to choose or if they should be able to choose for the child. But they are vehement that they're going to defend this. This is a right that they must defend. Um, yeah, well, that's not a right. <laughs> I don't know where they, they got that. They're, they're very angry. They have been whipped into a frenzy by all this narrative and all this bullshit coming out of the media and the left. And 
when you see things like presidents from the tweet and these messages of inclusion and all this shit that we see out there, it's all playing into this mental illness everywhere, everywhere. To the point where they're trying to make common people like you and me feel guilty because we look at Tranny and we think, Ew. Ew. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you're, you're uh, right. But, Nick, you're talking about children, right? And, and that's kind of a separate issue for me because statistically... Transgender people have been around for a very, very long time. Uh, it's pretty much always been a thing, I think, in recorded history. But within the past 20 years, the amount of people who identify as transgender has absolutely exploded exponentially. And... That's where I'm, I draw this distinction. There are people that are legitimately mentally ill, and they have a problem, and they need help. And it's our duty as good good folks to, to help them in whatever way we can. But on the other side of that line of distinction, we have another subset of people who are responding to uh, a new incentive structure which is something like, uh, you know, the victim hierarchy or uh, a fad sort of thing or, uh, uh, you know, what's virtuous. It And our government media Hollywood complex is also telling people that otherwise would move through their lives and develop their character and personality in a normal, healthy way. That <coughs> no, actually, when when you experience okay, but... and when you experience these feelings of oh, I, I'm not real comfortable right now. I've got anxiety, or I've got stress, or something's wrong, or oh, oh, you you must be transgender. You know, if if you are, yep, you're transgender. And I tell you what, being transgender means that you're very virtuous, and everyone will love you, and it's very. This is a new world, and everybody's accepting and. You know, it, it's it it. Yeah, but uh, wait a minute. What do you mean you don't think you're transgender? Are you bigoted? You don't like transgendered? Oh no, no, no. We don't. No, no, I don't think that. No. Okay, then yeah, you're probably transgender. Wow. And then before you know it, uh, you w have... you just went full data and lore right there. It was wonderful to watch. <laughs> Brent Spiner would be fucking proud, dude. That was great. I hope everybody followed that. But I did. Know, I did. It was there. Little... There are two. Two subsets of people in the transgender community. People that are legitimately suffering from a mental illness that they need help with. And there are the other people that you're not fucking transgender. You just think it's cool and you don't even know any better because you've been lied to all all, all your life. All your life. And, and that's why we have the, we see this among people from, you know early teens or earlier or younger all the way through, you know, 25, 26, 27, 28 year olds. That's why we have such an explosion. It's what I would call and many call a, uh, a uh, uh, social contagion. 
That's exactly what's going a on here. This is contagion. a social okay. contagion. And the root cause of this is the postmodernism. Politics. Politics are driving society these days. They are buying votes of the American people by manipulating the society. Just as we've already mentioned, they're preying on on the weakest ones out there. It's it's sickening to me the way these politicians do this. I absolutely hate it. Yeah, I bitch a lot about the left, but the right, right is the right does it too. If you really listen to me these days, I'm bitching about all politicians, all of them. There are some good representatives and senators out there who feel a strong sense of duty to their country, to their neighbors, their family, their friends. But for the most part, Congress has become a corrupt cesspool of self-interest. Mm-hmm. And it had to... Every single fucking time they open their mouth in the public forum, it has nothing to do with you. It's all about them keeping power or gaining more power. It's all about winning the hearts and minds of America, and they will say or do anything to win that vote from you. And most of what they say and do is all a big guilt trip. Well, what do you mean? you? It is. What what do you mean you don't think? We should pass this bill to give you know, black folks billions of dollars of reparations. Well, know, they but, suffered, their, their people suffered greatly during yeah, slavery. Come out, they come are out you in a, the are public. Are you a racist? Are you a bigot? They'll put, come out in the public and they'll attack the opponents of a bill because, you know, this bill is going to feed hungry children. This guy opposes it, so he must want children to starve. Well, no. Actually, what he opposes is all the riders and the additional legislation that's written into that bill. That is horrible. See, it says right here, you want to give $32 billion for uh, uh, change of, what was that, change of function research on a virus? Gain of function no. research. Oh, Gain well, of function. I mean, no, no, we're but, not doing this. But the the fucking Democrats are notorious for this about running back out there and saying, "Well, he wants to starve children." Yeah, it's, well, it's bullshit. I mean, it's shoddy the legislation. Republicans do it too, uh, and that's why I'm a big proponent of single issue bills because all these all these mm-hmm. budget bills have nothing but pork in it for special yes. interest groups, and it's yes. not just gain of function research and stuff like that. It's no, I use that just, as an example. Hey, let's give a bunch of money to Acorn. Which isn't a thing anymore, but how how many billions right. of dollars did Acorn get from the government? How many billions of dollars? Before our buddy James O'Keefe put their shit out on Front Street. On oh, Front Street. Fuck yeah. I was listening to uh, oh, God. his, his uh, interview with Ben Shapiro today. I didn't get all the way through it, but man, that guy is on point. He is sharp as a tack. He knows exactly what's going on. James O'Keefe is, he's, he's a force. He's to be highly reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, with. he doesn't even care that he lost his position at 
Project Veritas. He's like, check out what I'm doing now. This is way more badass. Exactly. And, oh, by the way, Keith, remember when you played that promo for us for OMG, which yeah, is dude. O'Keefe Media Group? And we were looking at the Subway sandwich going, what the fuck is that? And I speculated. I think I said, you know, I think he had something to do with exposing oh, the, yeah. Jared from Jared, Subway. I was, yeah. I was wrong. I'm issuing a correction and retraction right now, folks. It was, it was, it was a mockery for sure. Had nothing to do with Subway though. Um, part of the investigation into him at uh, Project Veritas is that he had uh, taken a pregnant woman's Subway sandwich that she brought for lunch out of the refrigerator and ate it. <laughs> That's the sort of shit. That's the sort of shit they're investigating him for and ousted him for. So now, when you go back and watch that that promo, and you see him take a big bite of that sandwich and then just toss it over his shoulder, it's it means so much more now. Yeah, dude. Oh, I stole your sandwich, bitch. Oh, this thing tastes like shit. Fuck you. <laughs> mm, that's fucking hilarious. Yes, uh, I fucking like James O'Keefe I'm more and more every day. I hope he never stops, and I like his his new business model. He's hey, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. He, he's doing it a little different. He's he's recognized that everybody with a camera is a journalist now, and he's going to take advantage of that. So he's taking donations or contributions or whatever and buying these undercover cameras, which are fairly readily available these days. You can buy them off fucking Amazon. And um, he, he's going to start an uh, investigative journalism company using kind of everyday people. I mean, they, you can't be just some dumb fuck. And chances are he's not going to hire a bunch of fucking idiot liberals, but uh, that's his new business model, and I think I like it. Go ahead, Nick. What were you going to say? I have no idea now. No. I was just going to ask you guys, have you seen anybody wearing masks in public? Oh, yeah. I've seen yep. quite a few recently. Is this not indicative of the very disease we've been talking about that is plaguing most Americans. The Honestly, I don't see a lot. I walked into a hospital emergency room waiting room today, and nobody was wearing a mask. I saw three people at the Walmart today wearing masks. Yeah, well, usually I see two types of people wearing a mask someone that's elderly that looks like oh you should probably be wearing a mask you don't want to catch something that might kill you you can tell by looking at these folks there's a reason they're wearing a mask and it's probably a good fucking reason they might die if they catch the fucking flu or covid or you know strep or something yeah you probably ought to wear a mask it doesn't it's not real effective but hey every little bit helps maybe that's one type of person. The other type of person is some fat fuck with blue hair and horn rim glasses and fucking 
piercings. That's the only other type of person that I've seen. Yeah, I've seen wearing a mask. Both of those, but I've also seen more yuppity people that are like, whatever. Yeah, I get you. Me. Yeah, yuppies. I'm yep. on the social justice warrior. This shit. Yep, I am virtuous. Look at my mask. Here's my flare. Please count Look them. At how... I have fifteen. <laughs> well, don't you want to exceed expectations? Exactly. Don't you want to express yourself? Exactly. You know, you know the Nazis had flair. <laughs> Shit ton of fucking flair. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yuppies Girl. fucking, I hate yuppies. Medallions oh, and shit. Fuck, I, I hate yuppies. I hate yuppies and I hate hippies. I just hate hypocrites. I absolutely hate fucking hypocrites. Nick. That's exactly what? what I just said in different words. Yuppies and hippies. <laughs> Hypocrites. Basically. Basically. <laughs> mm. Fucking douchebags living their van life it's... with their iPhones talking about how much they hate capitalism. Get the fuck out of here. Go to right. Ikea and buy a new little piece of furniture for your dumbass van renovation that you're going to live in all alone. Until you run out of gas and food and don't feel like chopping wood anymore. Right. Then you go back to mom and dad's house. Fucking losers. Hey, what would you guys... Just, I mean, if the founding fathers showed up at the Capitol yesterday, what do you think they would think of the spectacle put on before them? Yesterday? Yeah. No. There was a tranny dancing around the rotunda. I mean, dancing. Putting it down. You mean an insurrection? Whoops and hollers and... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was... Uh... It's something. They probably would have... Throwed her in a pond or lake to see if she floated or not. Or he or it or whatever. If she floats, then she's a witch. (laughs) If he or she or it doesn't float, then it's not a witch. Yeah, just keep piling rocks on her. Yeah. Well, you know what you do with witches. Anybody? I guess we witches? shouldn't say these. We yeah, shouldn't we say these sort really of things. Those things. <laughs> we if need you, to go you, like behind the scenes where you paid to accept it, and we don't. I tell you what, <laughs> if you want to know what I'm talking about, just go watch Monty Quiet Monty Python's Quest. For the Holy Grail. Grail. You will figure out how to determine if one is or isn't a witch. And what to do if that person is a witch. Anyhow. What do we got on these fucking subjects here? Or or topics? I got a few things. I don't really feel like talking about Trump indictment tonight. Because there's been no... 
real developments, except that he's been indicted, and he's going this week to be arraigned. Yeah, we'll but see how that lawyer, Even his lawyer doesn't even really know what the exact charges are and what's actually going on. So we'll we'll that'll that'll develop. But I other mean, than that, he, he's not going to jail. Well, no, he's not going to jail because he's already planning on going back to Mar-a-Lago and doing an address from home after his arraignment. He's going to bail out. They're, well, whatever. Anybody that thinks that Trump's in jail as of his arrival in Manhattan, you, I think you're a little off base. Yeah. I do want to, I do want to revisit the East Palestine, uh, thing a little bit that was what that's shoot that's probably been a couple months ago now almost where the train derailed and there were a bunch of chemicals spilled and then uh the authorities decided to do a quote-unquote controlled burn to uh keep the chemicals from exploding or whatever um you know and the the government was telling everyone in the area and the whole nation that no, no, we did our analysis. Everything's safe. There's going to be no effects. Everybody's safe. And all the while, people from East Palestine were going, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I, I scratchy throat, nausea, body aches. Uh, I just, I feel like hell. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Nope, 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 nope. Well, now it turns out half the fucking investigators that were there during all of this they got sick too. Yeah, who didn't see that coming? Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you asked, so I just answered. I don't know. I haven't heard shit out of him in years. Oh, he 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 come off of uh, paternity leave, I think, so he could get in front of the camera after Trump visited East Palestine. Palestine. Whatever. I thought that was maternity leave. It wasn't paternity. It was whoa, whoa, maternity. whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't I don't know that we have our our pronouns correct enough to be able to determine if it was paternity or maternity. So maybe we should uh, just uh, shut uh, our uh. big fucking mouths right now, Keith. <laughs> That's whole shit. What is Bigoted. Yeah, well, but yeah, I, I'm not surprised to learn that everybody's getting sick or got sick. And uh, who the fuck knows what the long term repercussions are going to be for this? You know, because these people are probably drinking contaminated groundwater and sowing crops and contaminated soil and eating contaminated fish out of a contaminated stream and river. And right. Jesus Christ. And, and to think to think that we're all supposed to be dumb enough to just believe what the government says. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we're... You'll be called stupid if you don't. I mean, I've seen that just as prevalent on social media. Well, that started in 2019. If you well, don't 2020, believe... Well, with a vengeance, I mean, didn't it? Yeah. If you don't believe it, you're an idiot. Who are you, you getting your news you better, from? Some some moron on the internet? You better trust the experts, because they know to science. Right. You don't trust 
trust the science? No, I don't trust the science because I see what you guys did to science. You took the scientific method and it got rid of it and then started talking about e equity or something. The fuck are you? What? Okay. F fuck the data. Fuck empirical data. We'll talk about who is so. disproportionately affected by severe weather. Everybody's a douchebag these days. Uh, I'm a crotchety old fuck, and I'm just over it. It's, it's... And the thing is, it's not us. We're actually normal. It's that everybody in the world has been so politicized, so pulled to the wings. All of our legislation, we're legislating to the extremes of both parties. It's mm -hmm. utterly ridiculous. And it's frustrating to somebody who's sane and normal and just wants to, you know, live my normal life and raise my family and not hurt anybody. And now you're coming at me with all this additional bullshit, taxes going up, cost of living going up. You're going to tax my gas more, make me for force me to go to electric, which truly isn't nearly as efficient as everybody says, because... Our power grid is fucking aging, but oh, coal is evil and we can't do that. But you don't like nuclear power either, and you want everything solar and wind, but that's not fucking no natural gas. either, is it? It's just one fucking thing after a goddamn another. It I is. see where fucking Great Britain is now going to make uh, all car, all gasoline cars illegal by 2030. Good luck with that. I mean, yeah, they might be it's, able to get with, get away with that a little bit. Bullshit, Brian. Yeah, I'll be back. They got trains and whatnot. But what what Nick was just talking about to back up on his little thread there, uh, he said something to the effect of, "I'm just the normal guy that wants to be left alone to raise my family how I see fit." And um, Amen. Uh, I just uh, I agree with that, but only to a certain extent. And I think we have voted that way to a fault as conservatives and even liberals, because that's a classically liberal doctrine. Uh, no, I, I want to be left alone. I'll leave you alone. Live your life the way you want, and we'll leave it at that. And, you know, I have lived by that mantra for many, many years, until the past few years when when everything really started to get absolutely crazy with transgender people and just it, uh, the list goes on i don't know but nick i'm talking about our idea that we we just want to be left alone to raise our families and we'll leave everybody else yes. alone too if you leave me alone i'll leave you alone you live your life how i want how you want um but but what i'm saying nick is i think that's i think that's a little naive I've been realizing this over the past couple of years when everything really got really crazy in culture and politics. It's become apparent to me that conservatives and classical liberals in the center, we, we've we made a mistake by voting that way. Let's vote for things that, okay, yeah, let's vote for people that'll vote for things that are of that train of thought. You know, leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. Live Live your life the way you want. I don't feel that way anymore. 
It's too complacent to the political process. No, it's you too complacent. To more of... It's too complacent <clears throat> to culture and society itself. And culture is downstream of. Uh, I'm sorry, politics is downstream of culture. Whatever happens in culture is eventually going to happen in uh, in politics, and it's going to become legislation or, you know, a Supreme Court decision, or we're going to elect a, a president who will enact policies in a certain way by that mantra. And that's where I, where I think conservatives and classical liberals have fucked up. We should have been saying, you know what? No. Fuck this dumb bullshit about trannies. I mean, and, and it's happening now. You see you see it happening in Florida with Ron DeSantis and, and the legislature there where they're really cracking down on this ideology. I think everyone should have been doing that. We shouldn't have been sitting back going, uh, oh, let them be trannies. It'll be fine. It's not affecting me. Yeah. Okay, well, 10 idea. years later, guess what? They're putting books in your kids' schools, telling them it's okay to cut their dicks and tits off. Now that's where we're at, because we were so, oh, you know, live and let live. I I think we made a huge mistake, huge mistake over the past few decades by letting all this shit happen, because it's, I don't want to hear that this is a slippery slope argument, but it is. But I don't give a fuck. That doesn't discredit it. I think it's a strong argument. If 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 we had pushed back harder when when they were trying to pull prayer out of schools, right? Things would be different. I'm not saying that I think prayer in schools should be a thing, but if we'd have done something different and pushed back harder and kept some sort of semblance of religious morality in schools I, I think we'd be better off and um in terms of gay marriage I, honestly i still don't care if gay people want to get married get married i really don't care but my opinion is that the government shouldn't be involved anyways but no. because gay people are now legally allowed to get married and that that was just what probably what was that 2012 13 14 somewhere in there yeah so i remember like, when that happened cuz i knew lots of friends um, that were so happy that they could finally get married but but okay now we're 10 years past that and um i'm worried about my kids in school and on their you know, looking at social media or watching TV or watching a movie, and now all this shit is being presented to them as this is what's really virtuous. This is what's really morally right. And if you don't go by this, if you're just a normie, hetero, cisgendered bigot, then fuck you. Uh, what do you mean you're not? You're not at least gender queer or bisexual or what what do you mean oh oh there's something wrong with you everybody's doing it these days that's where we're at now because of these slippery slopes that we we always find ourselves at the edge of and as conservatives and classical liberals 
were fucking spineless and say, eh, just, you know, live your life how you want, just as long as you leave me alone. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll leave you alone. Yeah. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Now here we are with trannies walking into fucking Presbyterian schools killing kids and, and teachers. Right, right. And then, and then, uh, then, then you get the press sec, the the White House press secretary going up on national television and saying that there were seven victims that day in Nashville. By my count, right. six people were attacked and killed. Were murdered. And murdered. I remember also one person being killed because they were victimizing others. Right. One person was killed because they were killing six people. How does that make them a victim? Because, because of drag queen shows or something? Because we think drag is bad? What the fuck? And that's the, that's the weak-ass fucking connection they make to appeal to their audience. It's all about drag shows. All oh, the conservatives don't like drag shows. Oh, but they take their kids to Hooters. Oh. Well, at least when I take my stepson, if I were to take my stepson to Hooters, I would be taking a straight kid that likes tits to see tits and eat chicken wings. Plus, like, most of the swimsuits are about that, if not a little more. Yeah. And we're there to eat and also usually to watch games because they have the best freaking sound system for a game, especially, like, the Arch Madness. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I mean, who goes to the ch- Hooters for the girls anyways? It's all about the chicken wings. Right, guys? Oh. I don't like going there. Yeah, me too. I don't like Hooters. It's just not fun. Nope, nope. I hate beer, titties, and chicken wings. So, finally got all the shit worked out for the scenes. Oh, we're, did you? We're good now. After the Very nice. About ten Very minutes nice. or so. Keith, me and you have had a lot of trouble. Recently, it's been crazy, dude. And so. honestly, I didn't have trouble. I'm a Linux guy through and through now, dude. But oh yeah, I didn't have any trouble until I started fucking with shit. <laughs> and I started fucking shit up. And that's when I got into a position similar to you, where I'm like, oh fuck, I have to wipe everything and start over. God yeah. damn it! But that's kind of the fun part about it too, though. It really is. It's frustrating in the moment, but once you come out the other side of it, and you're like, fuck yeah, I got dual boot, triple boot, fucking live persistent USB, I'm fuck yeah. It's all worth it. I got it's like all worth it. the Thanos glove of fucking Linux. <laughs> Hell yes. Yep. Old Jew was over here last night, Keith. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I'm sitting here. He's sitting right next to me on the couch, and I'm sitting here working on the laptop. I'm trying to get some sort of USB going so I can travel with one laptop and not two and oh, yeah. having all kinds of trouble. And you know me, I'm not, I know a little, little command, but not very fucking much. 
So I'm like Googling shit. I'm trying to watch videos. I'm reading stuff. I got my terminal up. I'm typing in oh, commands, yeah. getting pissed because, you know, some of the shit doesn't work. Some of it does. And he's he's a Windows guy. He's like, why don't you just fucking run Windows? I'm like, dude, I don't want to run Windows. We, we just Do fuck with each other hardcore <laughs> about it. Fuck with each other hardcore about it. I'm like, eh, you know what, dude? Fuck Windows. Shove Windows up your ass. He's okay. Well, well, how much RAM you got? Well, let, let me pull up your PC huh. specs. So I did, and uh, I think I've only got I'm only running like 2.4 gigahertz processors, and uh, I've, I've got eight gigs of RAM. And he's like, "See, that's your problem, man. You don't have enough RAM. I won't run Windows on a PC <laughs> with less than eight gigs of RAM." And you you need more RAM to run Windows. I'm like, and that's why I don't run Windows. Bingo. Because <laughs> when I run Ubuntu, I'm using at most on a level playing field, you know, gig and a half, two gigs. Yeah. And I've got all that extra space for activities. <laughs> we just go back. Activities. We fucking... Exactly. We were fucking with each other all night. It was good shit, but. You know, and I'm anxious. I'm gonna go down and see his server. He's got a server in his closet now. Ooh, that'd be fun to go. Oh yeah, check out. Yeah, he I went saw to, it. He I have put no a, idea what I'm looking at. He he's all excited because he put his UPS on it yesterday and got that all not just hooked up but configured to initiate shutdown and stuff. I'm like, fuck. Hell yeah, I the want end, one. Dude, they're so nice. There's actually an open UPC that you can actually get and sit there and build it and configure it all and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty fucking cool. Dude, it'd be slick. But, you know, shit. he's got a Windows server, so I'm sure that's that UPS is probably using up five or six gigs of RAM. Just being there, so. <laughs> hey, can I read you guys the most hilarious tweet sure, I've read I would, in days? I would love to hear a funny tweet. All right, here we go. This is from an obvious leftist, progressive. And uh, I guess I won't dox the guy. I won't say who it's from. But it says here, I'm to the point that if it takes a civil war to get the guns out of the Republicans' hands and to end the NRA once and for all, sign me up, put me in on the front lines. We cannot sit by anymore. I'm ready and willing to go. Time to save our children while we still can. Yeah. Yeah, we can't let the kill the children get killed by leftists with the leftists' guns. We gotta keep those kids alive so we can chop their dicks off. That's hilarious. Um I agree. That is the most cognitive cognitively dissonant shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Yeah. 
Take the guns away from conservatives so we can protect kids. Who do you think protects your kids, assholes? Conservatives with guns. Most of the time. Most, uh, yeah. Like, Overwhelming majority of the time, the people protecting your kids are conservatives with guns. Yep. Yeah, sure, there are a couple cops out there that are Democrats. They don't know any better. Oh, you know. guess what? Mm. I just looked up that account who made that tweet, and they're suspended. Okay. Is this somebody we know, or is this a public figure? Uh, no. This is just, I believe it's just a random person. Oh, okay. I was going to say, dude, if it's a public figure, say the fucking name. That's not doxing. Doxing is when you uh, publish or tweet out or post out information on where this person works and where they live and what their phone number is and who their family are. That's doxing. Saying their name is not doxing. In fact, you know what? Fuck that motherfucker. Say his name. He put it out there. It's on the Twitters. Fucking say his name. Uh, <laughs> it would. <laughs> okay, at M E R the number two S K I T E A M Mer two Ski Team. Like skiing. Yeah. Like this. Yes. Stroking two sticks or X-Men? at the same time. Playing X-Men? Okay. Anyways. Fuck that guy. Dumb bastard. That's not doxing. And also his policy prescriptions are not protecting children. Keith, what's our time, buddy? We're We've got a couple. One hour and nine minutes. Okay. Well, we've talked about just about everything on our list. I mean, I I can't find anything else good. Trans Tifa. That's Trans Tifa. Jesus. That sounds like an organization I want to be part of. Oh. Is that? For is that a group for people with a big gap? It's a it's a hashtag. Their... It's yeah. a hashtag. Transtifa. Well, I'm adding that one. Yeah. Um, like about... Antifa, but trannies. Yeah. I I got gotcha. you. I was trying to make a joke about. T e e f. Teeth with a gap in it. Trans teeth, space between your two front teeth. Anyways, that one, that one bombed, but you know, it was good try. <laughs> I liked it. But yeah, we, let's just go ahead and watched his interview with Ben Shapiro and it was quite interesting. Do you guys know who Russell Brand 
is. Oh yeah, definitely. Nick, are you familiar with the guy? Which guy is this? Russell Brand. Um, yeah, he's, he's been a real eccentric British fella. Yeah, and uh, he has found himself on the wrong side of the left, which, in my opinion, is the right side of the left. Why? What did he disagree with him on? Just a whole slew of things. You know, he's pushing back on the transgender ideology a little bit. I mean, in a a much more uh, liberal way than any of us would. But his idea is more along the lines of ours in that he's just trying to protect his kids and he doesn't want them being taught a bunch of bullshit in school and on TV and um, he's very eccentric guy I really recommend anybody listening or either of you guys go watch him sit down with Ben Shapiro and, and have that interview because it is it's intriguing to watch uh, an Orthodox Jew sit down and carry on an hour or so long conversation with someone as eccentric and essentially liberal as Russell Brand. And, and I will say Russell Brand in the interview and in general, he's kind of all over the place. Yeah. He bounces like a motherfucker. He's like, He's like a moth in a jar. I don't. I don't know how else to explain it. But it. It's really funny because he used to be a hero of the left. He's a recovering addict. Uh, he was a movie star. He was a musician, I believe. He. He really is, honestly, not done much of actual value. What we would consider value. But he's found himself in this position of, you know, being a modern-day thinker. And it's Mm. actually working for him. And he's got some pretty good insights on a lot of things. And especially for conservative guys like us to listen to his points of view and be able to pick out... Well, actually, he's kind of saying the same thing, I think. But in just a different roundabout way... He, but he, anyways, he's been really, really crossing the left, the far left lately, the progressives and whatnot, and and it's it's great. I I, I love seeing people like that, people like Russell Brand and Donald Trump and Elon Musk, and the list goes on. Who used to be heroes of of the left. Yes, folks. I'm old enough to remember when Donald Trump was a hero of the left. Yep. I'm so, I know we're supposed to pretend that wasn't a thing. Mm. But it was. Donald Trump was a Democrat, and the Democrats and the rappers and, and the businessmen, and they, they all fucking loved him. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I love seeing guys like this and women like this fall afoul of the left and they just turn and look at the left with two middle fingers in the air. No, fuck you. You're fucking dumb. You're ruining everything for everyone. 
Yeah. But we're not as bad as Canada or Great Britain. We're in a close third, my friend. The yeah. West is falling apart at the seams. <clears throat> Just because well, a flag becomes right. tethered doesn't mean that we can't restitch it or create a new. I agree. I agree. That was well put, Keith. Well, well put. Well put. <laughs> well put. But we are coming apart at the seams. We are. And it's it's nearing that stage where we're going to be hanging by a thread because all these other actually. I don't know if I want to say that. All of these uh, other societies, Eastern societies, like China and Russia and the Middle East, Saudi Arabia, Iran, they're sticking by their values, even though I loathe their values in a lot of ways. They're sticking by their values, and they're not budging. And that's what we should have done when they wanted to take prayer out of school. That's what we should have done By when they far. wanted to legalize uh, gay marriage and the like. That's what we should have done. We, we're spineless. The West is fucking spineless. And all these other, other, other societies, they're sticking by their, their morals and following their compass. Absolutely. They're going to eat our fucking lunch if we're not careful. We're still the world power. We're still the world military power. We're still the world economic power in terms of influence and all that. Yeah, for now. And it may not even seem like it to a lot of conservatives, but we still are. We're still number one. But God damn it, if we don't do something, China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, they're going to eat our fucking lunch. Well, and I think that they're trying to even push it so far as in not only they're going to eat our lunch, they're going to make us eat our own lunch because they're going to fucking pit us against everyone else when yep. at the end of the day we're supposed to, you know, pursuit of happiness. We're going to do that within the moral bounds that we should have. But yeah. outside of that, I mean, you're asking I mean, they for too much. Have, you're asking they? way too far. Like They kind of already have pit us against everyone else. And by everyone else, I mean each other. Right. And that's where I think our biggest downfall that we won't see because that's the pot and where the toads are yeah. already fucking boiling. Mm-hmm. And it's too late by that time. Yeah, well, like you just said so eloquently a minute ago, just because the flag's tattered and torn doesn't mean that it can't be mended. Uh, now, if it gets that far to where it's too late, what do you mean too late? Does that mean civil war? Does that mean the fall of the West? Because, you know, after every great fall, there's also a great rise. I just don't want to be there for the fall. I don't want the fall to happen. It doesn't have to happen. It really doesn't have to happen. And I hope it's not too late to avoid that. But I still agree with you, Keith. Yeah. With your flag sentiment there. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. But let's face it. We have the... 
best imperfect, but best founding documents in the history of the world. We have to preserve those ideals. We do. Big time. And if we, if, if we don't, then that rise isn't going to be shit. If we have to re-rise from the ashes. So, folks, in closing, get you a copy of the Declaration of Independence. Put it under your mattress, right next to your copy of the Constitution. And you're right next to your copy of Common Sense and the Federalist Papers. Hold that shit near and dear. Preserve it. And I'm not joking. Preserve that shit. Because we need it now more than ever. And one day, it might be the only thing that brings back some semblance of society, social cohesion, and, and patriotism. Love this country because it's done a lot for you. Do the right thing, folks. Gross. Nick, what do you have, say, signing off here? Um, I have to say pay your taxes because they're due here in two weeks. April 15th is tax day. Don't forget, get it done because it's the only way to remain free in this country, honestly. Other than that, have a great week, folks. Stay positive and stay the hell off social media. Likewise, have a great week. Thank you all for listening. Talk to you later. Peace. Bye, y'all.